0: Welcome back to another episode of This Podcast is Too Important. I'm your host, David Rohde. In today's episode, Rebels are the Price of Empire.
1: We have heard that a half a million children have died. You know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice but the price, we think the price is worth it. Chosen to test
0: this station's destructive power on your home planet of Alderaan.
1: Alderaan is peaceful. We have no weapons. You can't You will about
0: another target, a military target, then name the system.
1: The challenge for me as Commander-in-Chief has consistently been, how do you think about this new technology in a way that is consistent with morality, ideals, laws of war, but is also consistent with my first priority as President and Commander in chief, which is to keep all of you safe, including you. This station is
0: now the ultimate power in the universe, I suggest we use this. You're either with us or you're with the enemy, that's that's clear.
1: In order to ensure the security and continuing stability, the Republic will be reorganized into the first galactic empire for a safe and secure society. There is a rebellion, causing trouble all throughout the Galactic Empire. Stoking fires that the Empire has to keep up with to put out. So we built what we think will put an end to all of it. The Death Star. We are trying to run an empire across an entire galaxy. We can't stop every five minutes to deal with another group of rabble rousers. We don't have time. We're expanding and protecting and providing. We can't be bothered by them. We are stretched thin as it is. And we found out that our biggest space station's plans have been compromised. Highly classified information has been stolen. And now the lives of hundreds of thousands of Empire troops and leaders as well as a key military base is in severe danger. We tracked the plans to the now traitorous Princess Leia. And we did what we had to do to protect our men and our base. We eliminated the other rebels on board and captured her. But she had already hidden the plan, so we had to send a group of soldiers onto the desert planet to find them by any means necessary. Because what's a handful of lives compared to the hundreds of thousands aboard the Death Star? Not to mention the quintillions of credits we spent on it. But if they don't succeed, the Empire is staring down and ticking time bomb clock. So, we do what we have to do, which is to torture the Rebel to get the information. Information that is going to save the station and possibly the Empire as a whole. And even after all of that, she still wouldn't tell us. And we already know that the Rebels are eventually going to lead the Empire into a civil war if they aren't stopped. So, if the Rebel won't tell us what we need to know, we do what we have to do. Destroy her home, not just to get information, but also a warning of sorts to prove to the rest of the galaxy that we have this under control. A band of rebels can't compete with the might of the Death Star. After all, the stability of the entirety of the Galactic Empire is at risk, is it not? How crazy does that sound?
0: That rationale? Come on, the Empire is the villain. They're an oppressive galactic military force on the universe. The Rebels are the heroes of the story, not the bad guys. I mean, the entire narrative is designed around the idea of the good Rebels versus the evil Empire. And see, even with that change of perspective I gave you in the beginning, it probably didn't change the way you view the Empire in Star Wars. That's how horrendous their crimes are. Blowing up planets, torturing civilians, executing prisoners. I mean, you just, as you're watching it, you just wish that someone had been there to just shake the emperor by his shoulders and and tell him that rebels are the price of empire. The reason why they want to destroy us is because we're destroying them. But there was no one there to say it. And see, when we watch that trilogy, we side with the rebels. Hell, we are the rebels. We rebelled against the oppressive kingdom of England. We assassinated generals, blew up supplies, destroyed ships to throw off the chains of the British Empire, and founded a new country built on the idea of freedom, a shining city on the hill. And see, England had it coming. We had warned them. We told them over and over that we didn't like this. You know, we started a war with them, a war of our freedom. If they had just given us what we wanted, you know, representation or something like that, then it never would have happened. See, we, we, we're the rebels in Star Wars. That's, that's what we tell ourselves, right? I think that perspective is very important. But let's think about it. Think about what the empire does. It goes from planet to planet, oppressing the people, taking the resources, killing innocent people. And those innocent people join up with the rebellion and the rebellion's whole plan is to overthrow the empire and that entire plan is predicated on the idea of blowing their shit up right because that's the only way they respond that's the only way they'll listen is by blowing them up i mean they blew up alderaan so it seems fair that we blow up that the rebels blow up their space station right i mean it's just natural that we want to root for the underdogs i mean the rebels are outgunned and outmanned by the empire but we want them to win anyway Using all of their their kind of guerrilla warfare of just popping up, blowing something up, and then disappearing again. But the problem is, we aren't the rebels. We are the civilians of the Empire that allow them to commit their crimes. We stand by when we hear they destroyed Alderaan and murdered millions of innocent people. We stand by while they throw foreign leaders in cages and kill them. We stand by while our Emperor invades a planet, bombs it, destroys and destabilizes it. Because all of those other planets are the enemy. They harbor the enemy. They fund the enemy. They supply the enemy. They are the threat to the galactic people and the ideals that we hold most dear see there's there's some striking similarities between the u.s government and the empire in star wars in modern day times think about what the death star is it is a roving station that goes to a planet and blows it up right that awesome power that it is is the death star really any different than our predator drones is destroying Alderon any different than say blowing up a hospital and killing forty-two innocent people? And where was the outrage in America? When on October third, two thousand fifteen, the US Air Force, under orders from President Barack Obama, blew up a Doctors Without Borders hospital in Kazdun, Afghanistan, and killed Forty-two people. Where where was the outrage from us? There was some outrage from the Middle East, and Barack Obama apologized. But is that enough? If after they blew up Alderon, the Emperor had come out and said we apologize, that was a mistake. We shouldn't have done that. Would the rebels have felt any differently? Should we have an as an audience have said, mm, I guess, I guess it's okay that the Emperor blew it up because he apologized for it lots of people have been talking about the idea of blowback for a long time and that terrorism is blowback for u.s foreign policy jihadists don't hate us for our freedom they don't hate us for our religion they don't hate us for any of that they hate us because for the last 50 years we've been blowing up their countries and occupying them i mean is it any wonder that no one in the Rebellion is from a planet that's not a part of the Empire? That has not felt the sting of the uh, of the galactic oppression? And just to, to really further think about this, I mean, Darth Vader tortured Princess Leia to get information out of her, information that they thought was a ticking time bomb. They needed to know where the plans were so they could stop the Rebels from blowing up the ship. I mean, is that any different than the CIA torturing a lot of times innocent people for information, waterboarding and other forms of torture to find out where Osama bin Laden is? I mean, Leia had a perfect, perfectly good excuse, according to us, the audience of Star Wars. I mean, you could almost picture her saying, standing up and saying, if I were emperor, I could stop rebel attacks against the Galactic Empire in a few days permanently. I would first apologize very publicly and sincerely to all of the widows and orphans, the impoverished and the tortured, and the many millions of other victims of galactic imperialism. Then I would announce to every corner of the universe that the galactic military interventions have come to an end. But the problem is, is that, that quote, does exist and it was said by Osama bin Laden he said if I were president I could stop the terrorist attacks against America in a few days permanently I would first apologize very publicly and sincerely to all of the widows and orphans the impoverished and the tortured and the many millions of other victims of American imperialism then I would announce to every corner of the world that the US's military interventions have come to an end that is a direct quote now I don't want you to think that I'm defending someone like Osama bin Laden responding with force with force is in the way that he did was not, it doesn't make him a good person. But the people that he was able to convince to join him on his jihadist cause, it makes a little more sense, right? Everybody in the rebellion in Star Wars was directly affected by the death of a loved one at the hands of the Empire. I mean, in the beginning of the film, Luke wants to join The empire. He wants to be a part of it until they kill his aunt and uncle, his only relatives that he knows of. So he joins the rebellion and he's the one that takes out the Death Star. He's the one that pulls the trigger that, that causes it, right? If you, if you look at attacks against American soldiers and Americans, that's kind of what happens. Millions of innocent people at the hands of the United States. And yet we watch Star Wars. And we side with the rebels. Hell, our own politicians like Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton and all of them can stand up there and they'll quote Star Wars thinking they're funny and it's always may the force be with you or if a boy from Tatooine can save the galaxy, you can too. And they do it with a straight face because they've also tricked themselves and us into thinking that. Even though we're the world's strongest military occupying force, that we're still the rebels that we were in 1776. We're still those farm boys and farm girls on planets that are just overthrowing oppression when we're not. We're not anymore. I want to go back to the destruction of the Death Star. Now, the Death Star was blown up. Yes. The Death Star was an evil machine. Yes. And the rebels were right to blow it up. And I want to go back to 2001. Do you believe you're, you know where I'm going with this? For 10 years, we were getting video after video of Osama bin Laden warning if the US does not stop its interventions in the Middle East, that they were going to fight back. And they did. And yes, of course. Those people should be held responsible for the deaths of 3,000 innocent American, uh, several other countries on 9-11. But it's not like it came out of nowhere. It's not like one day all of these people woke up and decided that they hate America and what it stands for and it's freedom. No, this is, this is over several decades of interventions and bombings. I just want to read you a list of countries bombed by the united states since 1946 and if after i read this list you still want to believe that america is the rebels then i just don't know what else to tell you 1945 to 1946 china 1950 to 1953 korea 1950 to 1953 china 1954 guatemala 1958 indonesia 1959 to 1960, Cuba. 1960, Guatemala. 1961, Cuba. 1964, Belgian Congo. 1964, Guatemala. 1965 to 1966, Dominican Republic. 1965, Peru. 1964 to 1973, Laos. 1961 to 1973, Vietnam, 1969 to 1970, Cambodia, 1982 to 1984, Lebanon, 1983 to 1984, Grenada, 1981 to 1992, El Salvador, 1979 to 1990, Nicaragua, 1986, Libya, 1987, Iran, 1989 to 1990, Panama, 1991, Iraq, 1991, Kuwait, 1992 to 94, Somalia, 1995, Bosnia, 1998, Iran, 1998, Sudan, 1998, Afghanistan, 1999, Yugoslavia, Serbia, 2001 to present, Afghanistan, 2003 to 2011, Iraq, 2004 to the present, Pakistan, 2004 to present, Yemen, 2011, Libya, 2011 to present, Somalia, 2014 to present, Iraq and Iran. Did you notice something there? Not a single president. Since FDR did not commit some sort of bombing campaign that killed innocent people, not a one of them, and yet the U.S. government still stares at us and looks at us in the face and tells us that we're still the rebels, how many millions of people have been killed by U.S. foreign policy over the years? it's incalculable how can we look at dropping atomic bombs in hiroshima and nagasaki bombing campaigns throughout the world how can we look at that and still tell ourselves that our u.s government is not just playing with a death star i wanted to thank you all for listening uh, our theme song was once again kevin mccloud's devastation and revenge The episodes will start being released on Mondays or Tuesdays. I might have a couple of bonus episodes just for fun in the works. I will start having guests soon. It's just very hard to, you know, to start out and find those guests. And I have the guests now. So, again, if you want to be a guest on the program, just... Drop me a line on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Make sure you like and share our links there and make sure you go to iTunes or wherever it is that you subscribe to podcast and give us a good review, a five-star review, and that'll help us reach more people. The election is tomorrow. And I just wanted to say, doesn't matter who wins. I'll be right here doing another episode in two weeks. I love you all. And I hope your day's going just fine.